Board round, session number nine. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. As always, I am joined by Dr. Andrea Paul from Board Vitals. If you are getting ready to start prepping for your step one or level one exam, check out Board Vitals and the QBank that they offer to help you prepare the best way possible. Use the promo code Board Rounds. That's all capital letters, Board Rounds at boardvitals.com to save 15% off your QBank purchase. This week, we're covering some renal pathology. Now, if you're like most students, the renal system is the most complicated, the hardest system to get to understand in medical school. Now, I've interviewed some nephrologists on my Specialty Stories podcast, and they love the kidney, but I certainly did not. And hopefully, going over our question today will help you love the kidney a little bit more. Let's go ahead and jump in and say hello to Andrea and go over our question today. Andrea, back with some more board rounds. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I'm excited for some renal because renal, it's funny. I have uh, one of my other podcast specialty stories where I interview physicians about their specialty. And I always enjoy talking to the nephrologists because they are so nerdy. They're like, I love numbers. I love tracking things. I love getting into the nitty gritty details. And so I think renal is one of those things that either students love or they're just completely scared of. And so hopefully we'll, we'll try to bring students to the middle for, for our uh, question today. Yeah, I agree. I think out of all of the topics, um, all the different categories in step one, renal, for whatever reason, scares people the most. And so, you know, though it's not necessarily the most emphasized, I, people, I think people spend a you know, disproportionate amount of time studying because it's, you know, just pretty use, universally thought to be one of the most challenging components. So does board vitals, and this is more for your back end knowledge, do you guys have the data that shows that all oh, students students struggle the most with renal or they struggle the most with these questions to be able to help provide more information, more knowledge to students? Yeah, I mean we have a you know pretty data large database of data just on how people you know score on these practice tests and while they're preparing obviously and also the amount of time they spend on and how many times they redo questions in different categories and so renal tends to come up if not number one you know definitely in the top three of questions where people are going back because they answered them incorrectly or that they're saving and redoing questions in this category so I think that that pretty much indicates to us that you know, there's a level of maybe, uh, you know, less confidence or maybe a little knowledge gap that needs to be filled for a lot of students. Why do you think that is with renal? You know, it's just, I think it's a, it's a challenging area that, you know, the renal system is complicated. There's a lot of memorization involved in the different syndromes and different, you know, if it's really, it's a combination of, you know, genetics and pathophysiology and pathology we have to be able to do everything from figuring out the disorder and knowing what it would look like on biopsy and 
what diagnostic studies and, you know, the physiology involved in the different renal disorders. And I think it's just, it goes maybe one step further than some of the other systems just in, you know, the, you know, it integrates that um, histology pathology component. Okay. A lot of stuff to know. Even more exciting. (laughs) Okay. All right. So what's our question today? All right. So we have, um, this question is a 16 year old boy presents. um, He recently immigrated from Russia, has no major medical problems. He does mention he has an he had an episode of light red urine three weeks ago at the same time as he had a mild cold. He has no known allergies, no illicit drug use or, or medications. His family history is positive for kidney disease and his maternal uncle, but both of his parents are healthy. He also mentions that he has had lately uh, noticed he has a mild hearing problem, but you know he's never thought much of that. And a kidney biopsy, it's asking a kidney biopsy in this patient was, would most likely show which of the following. And then it goes through the various patterns that you would see on electron microscopy. All right. Well, what are those patterns to get, the, get those patterns into the, the mind of the listener? Sure. So there's the options are a linear pattern of IgG with fluorescent microscopy, a splitting of the glomerular basement membrane, a mesangial cell proliferation sub-epithelial humps or a thickened basement membrane that looks like a train track. So those are some of the sort of uh, more common yeah. ones that you'll see tested. Okay. So the, the student is going through the process going, okay, what is this diagnosis? And then mm-hmm. what are the findings on biopsy of this diagnosis? Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, obviously in this question, they hint at um, something sort of subtly but something you want to think about is that we you know there's hearing loss yep. and that's something that would lead you down a specific road, which is helpful. A lot of questions won't give you anything like that. And so this one, I think we're given a little uh, extra information that's that's quite helpful. The test rider is uh, being friendly for us today. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And it's good. It's good to, you know, prepare for both scenarios to know what this disorder would look like if they didn't mention that mm-hmm. versus uh, having that in there. I think it, it is basically critical in the way they've written this question to, to include a, an associated symptom, not necessarily hearing loss, but they, you know, you'd have to have some additional information to know what the biopsy results would look like. So, okay. so in this case, this history combined with the, the history of hearing loss would lead you to, Alport syndrome. And so this, um, you know, what you have to know about Alport syndrome is, so it's a collagen type four mutation, but results in abnormal basement membrane. And so the common things are renal involvement, obviously, there's also ocular involvement, and you would also have sensory neural hearing loss. And so that's where that hearing loss came in. And so what you would expect there's different ways they might describe the findings on electron microscopy for for Allport. In this question, the answer you would look at is the splitting of the glomerular basement membrane. And so the other way they might describe that is the basket, I think it's called the basket weave appearance. Mm-hmm. And so, or they say glomerular basement membrane lamellation. So there's different sort of layering splitting of that membrane. And so that's that's where 
this question would lead you. And really the key here is the hearing loss and that leads you to, okay, that's all port. And then you'd have to remember um, what the findings would be in that specific disorder. Yeah. And then I love to think through other questions that can potentially be asked because I think that's one of the best ways as you're going through this studying as a student is, okay, what other types of questions could be asked based on this same similar kind of question stem? And you mentioned that with Alport syndrome, there's also mm-hmm. o- ocular involvement. So a potential question could be what other symptoms may the the patient be experiencing? Right? Mm-hmm. What um, other organ systems yeah. might be involved? Um, that would be a one that you would see or maybe, you know, how is this commonly inherited? Because Alport syndrome can be inherited in an X-linked dominant way. There's there, So there are different, you know, you can basically look through, you know, all of the, everything from the genetics all the way through this, you know, pathology and electron microscopy for each disorder and sort of, you know, in your mind go through, okay, they could ask it in this way, they could leave out this component, but, you know, put this information in, uh, maybe in this question, they could have done exactly what you said, which is maybe not mentioned hearing loss, but mentioned some vision, visual vision symptoms or, or mentioned some inheritance pattern that they've seen in the family, which they do sort of hint at in this question as well, saying that a maternal, I think it was uncle look back. Yes. So, so there is, so that, you know, they do hint at that as well. You mentioned that the question writer for this one gave us a little hint with the hearing loss. What if they left that out? What should a student be going through in their mind? So I would think if they were going to leave that out, they would probably mention more strongly, like a more extensive family history. So you could see the the inheritance pattern. They're also mentioning, you know, hematuria. So you're, you know, you're led to a nephritic, you know, you can narrow it to a nephritic syndrome that's happening. And so that, you know, that would help somewhat as well. But I do think they would have to have some, some additional information to lead you down a more specific road for one of these different nephritic causes. Okay. What else should we know about renal and these biopsies and all this fun stuff? <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously you, you need to, to know the different patterns for each, you know, for each of the different nephritic syndrome causes. And so, you know, it's just something that you have to do. And I think this is probably part of why people redo these questions over and over. It's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot of memorization involved in knowing, you know, APGN versus RPGN and what those look like, microscopy, you know, in the, in the differential, you know, for this question, you would think through something like, say, you know, good pasture syndrome and think about what, okay, well, that one, you would see a different pattern and you would see, you know, definitely if it was you know, thinking through, okay, good pasture syndrome, you would see that linear pattern, which is that first option, linear pattern of IgG with, you know, fluorescent microscopy. That's the classic finding in good pasture. And but then you think, okay, well, that's usually in males that are like older and you would have respiratory symptoms because, it, you know, there's lung involvement and so, you know, thinking through all the different associated organ systems with the different disorders and and then memorizing what the pattern looks like on each of them, which, you know, there's not too much of a, you know, that's mostly memorization, unfortunately, as far as the 
microscopy patterns go. But as far as symptoms, inheritance, and you know the treatment for the different um, there are studies, diagnostic studies, and treatments. Um, those are ones where you can kind of reason through based on you know the different disorders and and what the um, physiologic effects of each is. All right. Anything else for renal? You know, the only other thing I would say with renal to keep in mind uh, for students is just making sure to, to know what the demographics. So some of them are more common in patients with specific histories or ages or backgrounds. And so, you know, anything like that that can help you get to the answer more quickly will be definitely helpful. Yeah. And the, the question for this one was an immigrant from Russia. So I don't know if not remembering all about Alport syndrome, if that had a key part in the the answer as well. Yeah, I think in that in this case, it wasn't a necessary component. I think the history of, you know, they tried to throw in a, a few different things. So having recently had a cold and having recently immigrated, perhaps the immigration component is put in there because maybe there's not a whole lot of medical history available. Because probably someone with you know who's sixteen years old and hasn't been diagnosed with or had any health problems to date would be less likely with someone who maybe had better care and follow up. But it's so it's interesting they they can put in things that could be helpful or could be complete completely just inserted for um, you know just background information to make the case more robust but not necessarily valuable and so. Just, you know, I think it's important to think through each each piece of information in the question and making sure they actually tie together and being able to eliminate something that, you know, clearly doesn't um, help you and not to focus too much on maybe every specific part of the history. All right. All done with this one? Yep. That's just, you know, this it's just a lot of memorizing of this. Yeah. You know, this <laughs> is the pattern for this and this is the pattern for this. And, I you know, I can definitely read them out, but I don't think it's super helpful yeah. as much as just having people go and review it on their own. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. Some renal system for you. Hopefully you got some good knowledge that you can take forward for your step one or level one exam. As we talked about earlier on in the podcast, going over questions is the most beneficial thing that you can do as a medical student preparing for your step one or level one exam. And that's where Board Vitals is there to help you with their QBanks and over 1,700 questions for step one and almost as many for level one. They are there to get you to where you need to be. You can have a free trial, no credit card required, free trial. You can go to boardvitals.com, check out their platform, their system, and see how you like it and if it'll work for you. You can use the promo code board rounds, all capital letters, board rounds to save 15% off. All right, that is it for today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening to this on the website, subscribe in your favorite podcast app of choice on your device and tell your friends about the podcast so they can come and learn as well. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.